It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If the next four weekends go Auburn's way, do you keep Brian Harson? Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm. I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss this week's matchup between the Auburn Tigers and the Arkansas Razorbacks. All you have to do is download Sling. Sling, the TV you love for a price you'll love. Try it today. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. We are celebrating with Charlie Five. Live from Barbaritos, my friend. All right, so there's a lot, a lot of positive feelings around the next four weekends somehow uh, for the Auburn Tigers, which is great. I think they're going to be in Arkansas this weekend. And then all of a sudden, maybe you get some confidence on paper. On paper, I think from 1 to 50, they're probably a better roster than Mississippi State. We'll see. Um, Texas A&M, certainly beatable. Then Western Kentucky, obviously, certainly beatable. If Auburn wins the next four games, Charlie Five, what happens? Ooh, it's going to be uh, – I don't think anything necessarily would change as far as uh, what happens with Harson's future. Uh, yeah. But – it would make things a little bit more tricky. That's why, you know, a lot of people are saying they should have done this already, whatever. But, I mean, if you really think about it, this weekend is a huge weekend for, for, this, whole, for this whole deal. Uh, yeah. Auburn's only a five-point underdog, okay? If they beat Arkansas – I think it's gotta, less than that. I'm seeing three and a half in a lot of okay, places. Well, then that means it's going back. People are hitting all – people are betting on Auburn. So, yeah, um, yeah so people are betting on Auburn. So – you beat Arkansas, then you're probably – it may be close to a, a pick at, at Mississippi State. You win that one, you're probably going to be favored against Texas A&M, and you should definitely be favored against Western Kentucky. So, uh, I mean, it could definitely throw a wrench in – not necessarily um, – I don't want to say it could make the decision harder because I feel like they've torpedoed any chance in February of Parsons staying here whatsoever there's no way you can keep him not even no matter what based off what you did in february right or wrong so uh, there's no way he leaves though right i mean well i mean there's i I think there's 15 million reasons for him to not leave exactly exactly uh yeah so i mean i just think as as much damage is done even though i could easily see us run off four in a row um I, i i don't think it really changes the fate of of what happens with Auburn moving forward with Brian Harson? So you, you you say you could see Auburn e- use the word easily pulling off four in a row. I could see Auburn g- pulling off four in a row. Yes, Arkansas has the worst defense that I think could ev- have ever been assembled. They're awful. They're absolutely they're absolutely terrible. Sure, um, they're sort of uh, their offense is sort of predicated on um, just the quarterback and then the running back that are that are that are dynamic. So. If, if we can score with them, I think it will, it will stop them enough with the crowd and with Jordan being in Jordan here. I think we'll mm-hmm. be able to stop them enough. I don't know if they can stop us. And then you go to Mississippi State, surely we don't let another one of those, those happen on defense again. 
Um, and you saw what – I mean, they're, they're somewhat salty on defense. They stop the run, so that can be – that can be tough. And then Texas A&M is, is just a terribly coached team with no quarterback. They're super talented, terribly coached, no quarterback. Um, I mean, All right, it's, uh, it's of, the, home. Uh, of, the, of the four of those, and we're excluding the Iron Bowl because I don't think either of us feel good about winning the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa. Right. But ranking these four winnable games, we all agree they're winnable. What's the order as far as most likely to least likely to okay, win so, in your mind? Uh, most likely is obviously Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, correct. I, I would put two is two is Arkansas. Arkansas, I agree. Three is AM and four is Mississippi State. Just because okay. yeah. it's on the road. I, I don't think I don't think Auburn's gonna be able to score and start Ganistan. That, that, that's possible. my concern. Very possible. They shut Alabama's rundown. If you look at it, a vast majority that, that was thirty point they, they scored thirty points, but it was a it was not a pretty thirty points. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it was on short field, uh where right. when you know Leach was going for it on fourth down and gave him opportunities. But, like, for the most part, they kept Gibbs. They shut Gibbs down. So, if you shut our run down, it's over. We're, we're Done. in a bad spot. We're in a bad place. Yeah. All right. But, but we're in agreement here. Even if Auburn goes four and over the next four weeks, then they lose yeah. to the Iron Bowl. Let's assume it's a respectable loss to the Iron Bowl, which I think is his best-case scenario, right? You find yeah. a way to win the next four. Have a respectable loss in Tuscaloosa. You go to a bowl game. Yeah. Right. And it may be an okay bowl game because Auburn's always going to go a little bit better than what other teams would because people travel. So we'll see. Hey, if, if that happens too, you're five and three in conference. If you think about it, I think that's that. We all would have taken that for the most part going into the league. So I, I do think that's interesting. Um, but you, you still fire them, right? The, the only way you don't, the only way you don't is li- you have to have a freaking PR uh, concert f- festival or something celebrating Brian Arson and saying he's here forever. Like that's the only way you can make it work because you because of how terrible what happened in February was. There, there you cannot keep going year to year. You can't. You yeah, can't but, do but that. Th- this this isn't about. It's not all about the on-field product, right? Like, I think he's a good coach. I think Brian Harson is a good football coach. I don't think he's a good politician. I don't think he's a good fundraiser. I don't think he's a good salesman. No, not as at all. far as recruiting goes. And, but like, as far if he could just sit down and coach football, I think he's awesome at that. But you, you look That's at what's coming in, <laughs> right? In the SEC, for sure. Really, at any Power Five school, that, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be all of those things, but especially in the SEC. But I, I just, I, I don't think it changes what the issues are, right? I mean, you look, and we're going to talk about this in a second with the Zacchaeus Walker news, but this roster this offseason, I mean, whoever it is, whether it's Harson or somebody else that comes in to replace him, they're going to have to be an absolute surgeon. Yeah. And repairing this roster through recruiting, through JUCO acquisition, and through the transfer portal. They're going you to have to be miss. so precise and so specific in order for 2023 to be good. To be even competitive, yeah. uh, honestly. They got to be – and you can't miss. You can't miss on guys. Uh, like, you, you, your portal guys, they have to not only – you have to get them, they have to be able to start. Like, they're going to have to have, like, SEC players added to this roster – uh, and, you, and like I said, you can't miss. You can't miss on them. So you got to evaluate them. 
perfectly. You got to get them in, and and they have to hit. So uh, it's a tough, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough issue for anybody coming in or Harson if he's if he were to stay by some miracle. But like you said, I don't think any of those things that you've said the the big concerns have changed at all, and they won't, and they won't, and some of that is probably not a bad thing on Har- Harson's side because it would it would be him admitting, I guess he was wrong and we're right or whatever. Mm. So, so I, I don't know the, the, you're right. The biggest, the biggest issues, if he would, if, if we go first six and six and we have a great recruiting class and we fill needs in the portal and we're building something and, and there's something tangible you can point to that says you're building, I'm all for it. Okay. I don't, well, I'm not, that, I'm, that, that to me is the biggest thing when like, I just can't reply to all the comments, but everybody's like, yeah, you know, Saban wasn't good. They didn't have a great team their first year. And it's like, that is true. But they did have the number one recruiting class coming in. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, you could easily talk yourself into future. And this roster, we don't know what's going to happen in December with the transfer portal stuff. But this roster uh, is not as good as it was a year ago. And it is on pace to be worse next year. Worse. And it's like, so, so all the folks that are pro Harson, like, I'm cool. Like, I think Harson is a good football coach. I'm not attacking him there. But if you're like pro Harson and saying that he's building something, I don't know what you're looking at. Time, like time doesn't necessarily make you better. Like if you, when you got to give him more time, okay, if, if you're not doing the things you're, you need to be doing while you're like during that time, then you're just getting further, you're just getting further behind. So um, it's tough, man. It's a Completely tough situation. He could t- easily run off the next four, and I would think he, unless there was something magical that changed within the next two months, I would still think that the, 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 magical, be- the magical option is you win the Iron Bowl. Maybe so. You, you can't fire him <laughs> after he wins the Iron Bowl. Yeah, that's true. Is that's that going to happen? I don't know. But that's, that's how you win people over. You probably win some recruits. We'll see if it happens. All right, sure. the Zacchaeus Walker news. Um, Brian Harsler confirmed yesterday at his Monday press conference that Zacchaeus is no longer with the team. I think that has some big picture ramifications, despite how little he played this year. Let's touch on that in just a second, Charlie Five. I got to tell you about our friends at Simply Safe. As everyone knows, athletes rise and fall in the ranks, but when it comes to saving money, Simply Safe always stays on top. Right now, you can save big with Simply Safe Home Security. They're giving listeners. Yes, you and viewers. Hello, YouTube friends. 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022 by US News. I use Simply Safe. I love it. You'll love it too. Because at Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I love the doorbell cam that they have. Somebody walks up, you can unlock the door if you want them to leave a package in there, or if it's a guest or somebody that doesn't have a key or whatever it may be. Um, it's just so easy to use. They send you a box based on what you order, a kit, and then you just set it up yourself. You don't need somebody to, to come in and, and, and do it for you. So, so don't miss this chance to save big when you protect your home with the best. Get 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash college today. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes. Simplysafe.com slash college. There is no safe like Simply Safe. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need 
to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Charlie Five, Zakevius Walker, the former four-star defensive lineman. Uh, I think he could play different spots in the three-tech. Maybe if you want to go small, he could probably play um, nose if you needed him to in a pass-rushing situation. Kind of what we thought, right? But right. he's no longer with the team. He's going to enter the portal when the season's done. And just a little background here before we jump to the big picture version of this. I was told by somebody close to the situation going into the season, hey, go ahead and have your story written about Zacchevius entering the portal. I'm like, really? That stinks? Why? Because we were kind of all labeling him as the, the, the next wave of defensive line talent, right? Um, it sounds like some of the team leaders talked him into staying. That was their goal. Didn't work for the entire season. He wasn't with the team their last two road trips. So uh, played very little, but I, I don't think this matters over the next four games, the next five games of the season, Charlie Five, To me, this is all about what do you do when you have to repair this roster and reload this roster? And you need guys like Zacchevius Walker, who are very talented, or at least they were, they were highly rated coming out of high school. And you need these guys that are kind of, all right, they're, they're right behind guys that, that, are, that are rotating in. You need those guys to step up next year because you're going to lose so much talent on the defensive front. To me, it's a bit concerning because it's like, I don't know what they're going to do up front next year. Right. No, uh, and I kind of had a feeling, and we talked about it, that Zakevius could be one that, that left in the future. I, here's, this is a complete sort of a – this is sort of a um, – just you reading using context clues and trying to put some things together. He had a very successful freshman year, uh, last uh, Gus's last season. Uh, he played in all 14 games. He had nine tackles, nine solo tackles, uh, 14 overall. I think 14 overall. Uh, some pass. Uh, some. I think he had a sack too. I think he had a sack too. Uh, all of a sudden, you come in. You you get a little dinged up. Uh, you get a little dinged up the next year, and then there's the whole thing with. You know, Harson in February was Zykevius. Which side was he on? Whose friend was he? Whose friend wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, he stayed around. Um, and then, you know, now you have this where he, he never played all year. He was always hurt or whatever. And then he's gone. Um, it's killer. It's killer. And I feel like you got to. Killer in regards to depth next year. It's killer in regards to the future. He has a top uh, top rated uh, brother, younger brother, who's I think a 2025. 20, linebacker or safety um so multiple reasons i miss that yeah sometimes i feel like even if you have a personality issue or or a clash with a player you have to be able to look at the situation Mm. you're in and read the room and understand that next year you lose your whole defensive line uh so maybe uh maybe i should try to maybe swallow a little bit of pride and try to figure out okay this guy was really good before i got here now he doesn't want to be here how do I fix this? Um, it's, I'm very- and, I, and I think this is more at the position coach level than it is the yeah, head coaching level. I, I, I don't be. think he was doing the stuff that Brumball was asking him to do. That, that's, that's what I've been told. Well, I've heard some other stuff about Brumball that makes me, you know, a little bit concerned about, you know, poking and prodding players that are, are very, are known as being very level headed and things like that. So, mm. um, Maybe you're on to something there. Maybe you're on to something there. But you, you got to be able to read the room. You can't lose guys like that. 
you can't lose like guys like that, especially if when you, you think of another guy, uh, Osbury. Okay, his brother is a top recruit this in this upcoming season. He's a top linebacker, right? Top linebacker like, out of Louisiana. Yep. He has. I don't know that he's necessarily earned a, a chance to play, but like you got to say hey, this year. But you got to say, hey, look, I got to make it make it feel like this guy is is happy here. He's having fun, whatever, so that we can get his brother too. I'm not sure that he's he's happy here. So there's a lot of I mean I don't know. There's it's just stuff like this just can't continue to happen. Yeah, I, I think there's another way we can look at the Sakevius Walker situation and kind of brace ourselves for the yeah. next few months. Let's touch on that in just a moment. Charlie Five right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by the best place to hire folks ever. Link. In jobs these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is create a job post. It's free. Then add your purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And they have simple tools like screening questions uh, to make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That is LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Charlie Five, following up on the Sakevius Walker news that he is no longer with the team, I think we're going to see something similar to what we saw Last year, right? What was 19 guys enter the transfer portal? And I think right. in hindsight, you know, everybody talked about how bad it was. But I think a lot of it had to do with guys that didn't want to do what this coaching staff wanted them to do. And I think Tennyson, and we saw what he did with Ole Miss. Like, I think he's fine. I think he's okay. He definitely would be playing for us now if he had stayed. But I think that number was more dramatic than the actual outcome of what was going on. Right. And that, that may happen this year as well. Now, I think there are some positions that Auburn needs to stick out more than others, and I think defensive line is one of them. But what are you expecting as far as a potential exodus of players? Zacchaeus Walker may be the first as far as public knowledge. I don't think he's yeah. going to be the last. Well, I'll tell you, the, the thing that changes things up a good bit is this port new portal period uh, situation where – you can't go into the portal until after the playoffs are set, which is basically going to be the first full weekend in December. I think it's December 3rd or 4th or something like that is whenever uh, the SEC championships and whatnot are over with and they can announce, they can announce uh, the playoffs and then yeah. kids can go into the portal. So if, you're, if, you're, if you have your ducks in a row like you should already um, – you should be able to have we are we, we've known that Arson's going to be not going to be here for for quite a while now. You should have already had some feelers out to a new coach. There should be someone in place shortly after the Iron Bowl. 
maybe it, maybe if it's the right hire, it won't be as bad. Maybe some it, it could be that there's a, just a bunch of Harson guys, and I think there's at least one, maybe two, that are are super Harson guys that will that will probably leave. Um, but I think there's probably a lot that are going to feel relieved uh, as well. So um, maybe there won't maybe maybe there won't necessarily be as can, bad of an. Can I give you an argument as to why there may not be a bunch of guys that follow Harson? Why is that? No one came from Boise. Not a soul. Do you remember, we, we did a full show on like how weird that was because they had some receiver that we really wanted. I forgot his name. Shakir or something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. But yeah, we were like, why, why didn't no one follow him? Like, I thought that was very odd. Like, you can't get some of your top guys from Boise to come play for you at Auburn. Like, that, that was bizarre to me. So, may, maybe. I mean, I think that's an argument as far as, you know, maybe we shouldn't assume that many to follow him. You're going to lose, I mean, th just the natural attrition from graduation and, and NFL is going to be enough that uh, the, the big positive that I feel like you're going to have over last year is you got more positions to sell, uh, more immediate playing time to sell, uh, to, to transfers and, and whatnot, and even true, fr uh, true freshman guys. Um, so if you have your ducks in a row and you can mm -hmm. get, that, get that guy in place early, like when I say early, I mean he can. The new coach needs to not be hired any later than like the December seventh or, or prior, because that's you got two full weekends of being able to host visits and two two and a half full weeks of being able to go visit recruits and things like that. And, and um, the new coach that's hired with the official visits rule, you can have every commit, every single one can come back, come back for an official visit. You can roll the red carpet again. Mix them the commits with other guys that are on the fence, and you yep. sell this vision to the guys that are already bought in. Yep, and the folks that are on the fence together, and you essentially could have a nicer big cat weekend because they're all official visits. They're not all unofficial visits. So I think that's kind of what you sell with those two weekends, don't you think? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You have to. Yeah. you have to. Every every day that ticks on past the Iron Bowl is a day that you can't. You're not recruiting day that you're not able to fix the roster so i would hope that um i would hope that things would be in place or at least the balls would be uh the the, the things the gears would be, would moving. be moving the gears yeah. would be moving <laughs> the balls would be in motion i don't know why i don't know why i was going with that but um but yeah you'd think that that would be happening and what's the like, likelihood of that happening because we all remember last year's or the last coaching search for i guess it was two years ago how yeah crazy borderline embarrassing that was yeah the ad move that's been wild why is that yeah. taking so long and yeah. then uh so like i, I don't know like what should we assume that they're going to be able to do this just a few days after the iron bowl like i'm just not sold on that at all this is about my last chance that i'm going to give them and then i'm going to always assume they're going to screw everything up this is about the last because you've known the the athletic director thing is 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 wild because you've known uh, Alan Green's going to be gone for a year now, uh, and then the coaching situation it's, we've pretty much known since maybe Penn State. I'll give you the latest Penn State. A lot of people it was it was February. You just couldn't gather the horses up to, to be able to pull the trigger in February. Um, yeah, I mean if you if you don't do it then in my opinion, you're just not, you're not uh, equipped enough to win. You're not, you're not good enough. You're not equipped enough. You don't have the leadership uh, yeah. to be able to win. Is, is my, is, we'll Auburn it up more than likely. If, 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 little if, job uh, action? Yes. Um, 
Shout out to our friends at Barberitos here today, yes. located in Auburn, right outside the Auburn Mall. You, uh, you're drinking Diet Coke now, but you were drinking just that, that Chipotle oh, Ranch again. You just had a little, my tummy was a little uneasy today, so I went, uh-huh. with, a case, went with a quesadilla. Quesadiller, yep. It was absolutely phenomenal. I did make sure there was adequate amounts of Chipotle Ranch inside. That's respectable. It was great. It was great. That's Chipotle Ranch Tuesdays. How about that? I like it. That's how we <laughs> celebrate Charlie Tuesdays here. How, how can people find you, hear you, love you, all that stuff? Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five on the Auburn, Locked on Auburn Discord, auburnlive.com, the corner message board, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dab Bod Golf Pod. You can follow me on social at Z Blackberry. Read all my written work at auburndaily.com. And we'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.